If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And this is Come Through, Queen. So as you notice, Brendan is not with us this week, and of course we miss him. But we do have fan favorite, family to the show, Jimbo to the show. Welcome back, James. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Family. Family. Tonight it's just family. Tonight it's just family. (laughs) (laughs) We had a familial discussion in the pre-show. We're talking about Twin Flames, which you educated me on. Yeah, you asked me about kind of what what has been occupying my brain kind of content-wise this week. And yeah. yes, Twin Flames Universe. Twin Flames. Docu-series. Gilded Age. The Gilded Age. Travis and Taylor. Yeah, we did, yeah. you know, for, for all of y'all who care, which is most of you, we did dip into Travis and Taylor. Yeah. Um, but a fun here chat. We, here we are. Uh, we were probably a little lighter on the news because, like, everyone was at BravoCon, and I think... It quieted down for a little while. Like BravoCon hangover, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, we've said all the things we need to say about BravoCon. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So we're just going to dive into our five television programs. Five. Count them. And I got to give you credit for like, I mean, you're, you're keeping up with most of them on like a casual basis. I would say, yes, this is a good time to jump in because I feel like with the exception of Winter House, which I kind of like binge a little bit today yeah in terms of housewives i am current the yeah. four franchises that are airing are like i'm current and not just current but also like very much enjoying yeah so i feel yeah no i think my my housewives viewership does ebb and flow depending on yeah. honestly if people are telling me if it's good or not mm, and like us like you guys <laughs> like when i tune in to come through queen yeah. uh but yeah no i think the four Housewives franchises that are live right now mm. are just, I think it feels prestige. It never feels like a chore. No. I'm happy to be with all four of those groups of women mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that. So yeah, it's, Great. Uh, I'm happy to <laughs> I would say dive in. I would say Potomac was one of your favorite ones. Potomac I binged during early COVID. Mm. I caught up on Potomac and then it was like, lightning in my veins yeah. like i quickly almost immediately shot to number one and I, it has not been dethroned yeah 
since I binged that. Yeah. So what perfect timing for us to be now discussing the second episode of this new season. This new season. Yeah. And I, we have a full cast. Full cast. Enter NECA. Enter NECA. That's, that's, that was this episode, I think. Well, yeah, because yeah. she was not here uh, premiere, which made sense because we had a lot of catching up to do, yeah. I would say. I still think, yeah, even in the second episode, it, it definitely felt like kind of- We're still catching up. It's an establishment episode where it's like, we are, they're telling us, A, who NECA is, and then also B, I'm, it's still like, who's talking to who, mm. which, like, like, what are we mending? What are we not mending? You know, all that. That's the toughest thing I want to say right now with this- compared to the other shows is there's like the clearest divide of some people who just like do not even want to look at each other. 100%. And you can see that in the packages, right? I mean, it's like Candace has yet to film with anybody except for Karen Karen and and Wendy. Wendy. Yeah. And Wendy similar. I mean like Wendy was invited to Ashley's housewarming, but we'll get there. But yeah, no, I I know what you mean. We can feel the delineations. We can kind of feel the tension and it's like, as I don't a viewer, yeah, as a viewer, you're just like, we always want resolution, right? So it's just like, we're at that point now where it's like, we're still so far apart. So to give a little light at the end of the tunnel, it sounds like Candace and Ashley are like getting to a better place present day. Holly fucking Lulia. It's yeah. like all we've been asking for. Yeah. Like, I'm an Ashley Stan and a Candace Stan. Two of the best to ever do it. Two of the best <laughs> to ever do it. You could not have put it better. And like, it has been kind of, for lack of a better term, like the blue balls mm. over however many seasons this is of like, <laughs> they'll film together. They'll, you know, it's yeah. like, and as viewers, like we want it because like, we appreciate both of them so much, but. I would say, including Miss Sheila, who returns this episode, who's like, what is going on with you and again? <laughs> I have to say, I was thrilled to see Miss Sheila. Like, she seems great. Like. <laughs> I, I, I would good I would say she, she seems, seems good. good yeah I mean like she has obviously like been through some shit in her life yes and we've seen her in like very mm. real vulnerable yeah kind of situations in the past so like even just to see her like at the nursery just like <laughs> yes. perusing the aisles with Ashley I was like I'm here for you Miss Sheila oh my god yeah love Miss Sheila love Uncle Lump who we'll see later yep but yeah of she course. to your point sorry she did pose the question mm. are you inviting Candy and Ashley's like playing so dumb. Well, she she was asking like, "What's going on with this lo- this lawsuit?" And like Ashley's like, "I don't know." Michael doesn't tell me anything. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I find that hard to believe. It was a very diplomatic, yeah, answer. And I would agree with you. I kind of rolled my eyes. I was mm. like, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. But it's also smart to like not to yeah. take a position of like I'm not speaking about it on air. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a step in the right direction at least. Sure. Uh, we are mending some fences between Karen and Mia. With the handshake heard around the world. The handshake bit that happened three times this episode. Three times. (laughs) Listen, you commit to the bit. Karen is just so funny. Karen is committing to the bit. Oh my God. And Mia's not drinking except for wine because it's sold in the grocery store, which means it's nutritious. I would follow that logic. <laughs> there, there, there are grocery stores that sell hard liquor. That is true in some states. So yeah. I guess in those states, the state has deemed it to be nutritional. Like kettle one would be nutritious. Get your nutrients. <laughs> Get your nutrients. <laughs> to quote, to quote. Mary Cosby. <laughs> 
um, that w- that scene was. Well, first of all, I have to say there was something that felt so important about <laughs> the two of them meeting on the banks of the Potomac with yes. like the national monuments in the background. Oh, yes, I'm like, they are as important, <laughs> if not more, than all of these. You know, it's just like it felt. Mm. I mean. Literally monumental. It is monumental. It is monumental. Yeah. Um, So yeah, they're walking, they're talking, Mm. and they're kind of mending a fence. Mending fences. Yeah. Trying to. Okay. Candace's home office with the barbecue table. (laughs) I thought about you this entire scene because I was like, I feel like Dan would pay to sit in on a like (laughs) business meeting where like Candace is talking about like the second leg of the deep space door. Oh my God. We're talking about the second leg of the Deep Space Tour. We're talking about not wanting to invite Drew Sedora, who you may not know. I, I from actually, Atlanta. I was thinking as that. Can you just give me a quick like? Okay, so Drew joined Atlanta like two, maybe three seasons ago. Okay, and Atlanta's struggling right now. Like we are not telling you to watch Atlanta, Correct. which is probably why you're not keeping Correct. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she is like an interesting character. She, in real life, is an actress. Like, she was in, like, uh, Step Up and, like, other movies. Yeah. And a singer? And might have sang back in the day, but then on Atlanta is, like, exploring, singing again. Sure. And then teamed up with Candace for... And that was on an episode of Atlanta. On an episode of Atlanta, like, Candace invited her to perform at one of her shows at city winery sure which then led to like an actual recording of a remix from a a deep space song got it okay not one of my favorite original songs or remixes but like it's something so what are we making of candace being like i don't want to do that so she was trying to defend herself online as like oh i didn't mean it like that and like the editors did me dirty or something because Droop uh, tweeted that like famous mini clip where she's like, now why am I in it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's an interesting, I mean, looking at the footage, I'm kind of just like, you said what, like again, Nini, I said what I said. Like she kind of said what she said. And it's just like, you could tell she wanted, she did not want to do it. Yeah. I guess what I'm parsing from like the scene is that Chicago was already sold out. So the idea Which of inviting people is like to sell more tickets. Sure. But, and then I, I'm assuming you're paying these people who are opening for you. So like to invite her is now to give up money from the pot that like the pot's already yeah. full and closed. And maybe Candace was thinking the only person that this is helping then is Drew. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she said it. She's like, I don't need yeah. butts and seats in Chicago. Yeah. So the other interesting thing is now she's leaving the first label and wants to be on a major record label. And we have not heard a present day announcement yet. So I'm like hoping and praying that's in the works because. Right. Like she's let, she's let that contract lapse, but yeah. she doesn't have a current one, a new contract to yeah. jump into. She's yeah. waiting for that major label, baby. Maybe that's what she was talking about, Christina Aguilera, about in that famous scene a month or two ago. Wait, I'm sorry. To, to rewind a little bit. <laughs> Can we talk about the bad Mormon 
gift box that she was opening at the beginning of the scene. Oh, yes. From her snow buddy. <laughs> yes. I just, like under her breath, she was just like, oh, Heather. Oh. <laughs> and I literally was just like, oh, my God. This is just like my brain is going to explode. What was even in it? I mean, it was like a copy of the book. And then probably like Beauty Lab and Laser sure. goodies. Yeah. Some like post injection yeah. ointments, you <laughs> med, know, med spa. <laughs> med spa vibes. Yeah. Um, so I liked that. being in the office with Candace. Yeah. Yeah. Love being there. Yeah. Uh, Robin and Juan, Ugh. Robin has vitamin deficiencies. So, so she's <laughs> slamming supplements <laughs> and dosing them out. Telling Juan about the intervention that was held for her last week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. It just kind of felt like a round two of mm. last week's kind of pretty much like, let's just kind of do some PR. Yeah. It's Juan has now voiced that he does not care and Robin yeah, her tagline, does not care. So yeah. it's like, that was kind of my takeaway. Just like, okay, you guys don't mm. care. Yeah. So but, I guess, should we? Yeah. Like yeah. what's new? I don't know. I yeah. was, I was very kind of uninspired watching mm. the two of them. Yeah. Okay. NECA and her husband, Ike. Enter NECA. Lawyer and doctor. Power. 35 years old. Young. My contemporary. Well, your peer. I'm a little bit older, but yeah. Okay. Peer, peer. Peer. I'd say not peer. my not even my peer anymore. Yeah. Not your peer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say we're in the same bra- bracket. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Okay, so Ike is a doctor and then also a nightclub owner. I don't know if that like was real or Well, she said weren't there a couple I think also multi hyphenate yeah. a la Wendy. A scrubs model on Instagram. Scrubs model. That was it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like a medical garb influencer. Like me, wearing my J. Grew Doc. That's pants. right. For those who can't see us right now, which is all of you guys, um, Dan is wearing some loungewear. It's giving pajama pant, but it's also giving scrub. Well, yeah, it's giving... I would say it's like elevated pajama pant. Like sure. I could wear this out in public. You could. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're chic. I, they're actually really cute. They are very cute. Um, so we're, we're renovating a house mm. or maybe not renovating. We're. No, no, we're renovating. I would say. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that was, a, it doesn't look like a. They, from ground up or maybe it could have been i don't know maybe they they weren't like taking down walls but they're doing like floors oh, yeah, they're doing floors, bathrooms yeah. they're doing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you feel about it's funny as i was watching that package i was just like we've at this point we've seen so many new housewife kind of first like intro packages and yeah. i'm just kind of like i was just trying to like assess like how it made me feel versus like in the past you know what i mean i mean and, the thing is Potomac has not had that many housewives total. Right. And here we are eight season in, eight seasons in, and everyone they've added has been good. Because it was really... Monique. Monique was season... Two. Two. Candace was season... Three. three and then Mia. Uh, Wendy. Wendy. First. And then Mia. Wendy was season five. Right? Yeah, that sounds right. And then Mia was season seven... Six. Six. Yeah. Because this is eight. Yeah. That's true. We don't get to do it a lot on Potomac. Yeah. And everyone just stays. Everyone stays. Yeah. And then like Monique just leaves. Chacha is in and out as friends. Oh, thank God. And Katie Ross is no longer with the show. With the show. Correct. Uh, Um, Yeah. NECA seems like a star. I don't know. Like I was, I was tuned in. I was kind of leaning into her. Yeah. She's selling it. She's selling it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, House looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm, that was like the perfect like okay, let's let's hear more. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh Wendy's talk show. Wendy's talk show. So I think the response 
online a little bit is like, oh, here we go. And now again with like another goofy Wendy storyline. Like uh-huh. last year she was going to like open up the Nigerian club right. or restaurant. Right. And then obviously that's not happening. Right. Are we actually going to have a talk show? Are we just like talking about having a talk show? Which, you know what? Like I, it turns some people off, but like I'm so charmed by her. Like for her to like explore all these careers for me, I'm having fun with her. And I do think that a talk show is more in her wheelhouse than candles and nightlife, nightlife. You know, and like, and like <laughs> consumer candles. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, I mean, she can do whatever she wants in this world. Of course. She is Dr. Wendy, but like, this seems like kind of an extension of what she already does on TV as a commentator, talking head, whatever. Right. It was interesting that she was like pitching it to, CNN, MSNBC, Netflix, Bravo. <laughs> she, like, she was like, she, on Bravo. <laughs> she started with like three NBCU. She was like, Bravo, MSNBC, mm-hmm. something USA or something. And then she was like, Netflix, HBO. <laughs> I was like, oh, they really let her say that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm curious to see if it gets off the ground. Mm. They just got to soundproof that studio first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Pilates with the goals. Oh, I had a blast. We're shaking hands. We're shaking hands. <laughs> we're we're dealing with the five percent blockage. <laughs> oh my god! This is when the Potomac editors are just—they're so good. Yeah, they have such a good. <laughs> it's a perfect combo of like Karen hamming it up, Karen knowing so what she's doing, and then oh my god, yeah, perfect group to like do that with too. And it's it's great. Having Giselle and Karen on, not they're not on the same side, but they're like dancing with each other. They are dancing with each other. I hate when they're not dancing with each other. Which is what they do best. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. (laughs) The the age difference, like them talking about each other's age difference and like. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're dancing. They're on the reformer. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Oh, is that Um, what it's called? The reformer? So I think the second device they got on is called Mm. a reformer. Oh, wow. Have you ever done Pilates? Alex got me like a uh, a one one on one class one, <laughs> <laughs> like a couples Pilates class. Oh. No, no, just me by myself. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Well, because so this was like back when Keenbox was like in full swing. Uh-huh. So I was yeah. like not really able to even like do the working out in the gym that I would. So he's like, "Why don't you try this and see like if it that right?" Um, but I was like, "This isn't for me." Yeah, no, I've only done it once and like getting on that machine felt like very medieval torture yeah. device, but like honey loves it. Right. Oh like, yeah. She, honey's she like it. a Pilates girl. Caroline yeah. loves it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened that scene? Uh, um, I mean, Ashley's reading texts from Candace of like, Candace just like shutting it down. Yes. There was that point too, where like Giselle, like tried to shut the conversation. Oh down yeah. Too, which like, I like my, my mind and like my, I went straight to her. I was just like, oh yeah, they are not. Yeah. Giselle. Giselle doesn't even want to say her name. Yeah. She doesn't want to say her name. It's like of the spirit of like Jill Zarin trying to like not film with people to get them off the show. No, totally. Like we are catching those vibes for sure. Yeah. I don't like like that vibe. I don't. Yeah. Like not that I'm necessarily like expecting the two of them to resolve anything this season, but like, I don't like that energy. Yeah. It feels a little more dangerous with like, the Michael Darby lawsuit. Yes. Like that 
feels until that it's done, that's going to be hard. Like, right. Unless Ashley's like distancing herself more from Michael Darby. Yes. Which could very well be a trajectory be. for her. Could yeah, be. yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Housewarming. Housewarming. Finally. Housewarming. Okay. Seaside chic. I like it. Especially like to swing so far away from the condo that we were trapped in. Oh my God. Like Rapunzel. The house is beautiful. Yeah. It is a warm, I think like Wendy said that when she was like sitting on the couch, she was mm. like, I walked into this house Yeah, and it felt like a house of love. And I was like, <laughs> as a viewer, I kind of see that too. I don't know. It's a very yeah. warm, sunny. I love it. It's very Ashley, which I think is great. We've got Karen and Cha-Cha matching. Matching. <laughs> For a second time. They're on like cordial hellos. Y- yeah. They're not, That's it. They're not doing a Wendy where when Wendy like scooted, Wendy was like dipping and diving. She like scoots past Giselle, gives well, Chacha a little hand- handshake, and then like tur- turns and twirls away from Mia. <laughs> well, it was wild because it was just like at first I was like, okay, like Wendy comes in like mid house tour, and I was just like, she made the choice to give some hugs, some yeah. like selective hugs, you know. But there was a moment where I was like, are you not even gonna yeah. do it, you know? But okay, we have a Sesame Street character. Oh my god! In attendance, which Deborah. which I believe Ashley said at the reunion that she was like not really speaking or hanging out to Deborah. That's, and I'm that I'm is sure, messy, Ashley. Messy Ashley's like actually, let me bring her back. Messy <laughs> Ashley's back. Yeah, she's back. You kind of got to give credit, like to Wendy for for like picking up the slack with Candace not there. Sure, she's like I got to give the comedy. Yes. With regards to Deborah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, somebody has to counterbalance the arrival of Deborah. Deborah looks cute, though, I gotta say. Those leggings were cute. Whatever stop. she was wearing. You better stop. Sorry. We're not on our team. I'm not Team Deborah. I but... do I do love being reminded of Happy Eddie because, like, that is actually. Deborah, like, did such a, a, a blessing, a gift to the Osefos by giving them Happy Eddie. Yes. Because, like, now he sells. Like, Happy like, Eddie merch. He, he sells, like, Happy Eddie marijuana products. Oh my God. King. Isn't that perfect? <laughs> Happy Eddie. That's true. No, and it, it was a good kind of like mm. thread from, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's, like we're still kind of bridging the gap between the two seasons. Yeah. So like, sure. Okay. NECA arrives and NECA and Wendy have like what looks to be their only moment of bonding of like Wendy teaching the girls how to pronounce NECA's name. Totally. Yeah. And then... That's over. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> because then Ashley and Wendy are talking and Ashley's just like, well, NECA was saying like this. Da, 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 da. Which she wasn't. <laughs> Messy Ashley is back. <laughs> which is kind of thrilling. Um, yeah. And it seems like this whole kind of conflict mm. as moderated by Ashley. Yeah. Might be at least for the next couple episodes, right? Like that's kind of the first arc that we're going to go through mm. is like. All the stuff about Wendy's family and Wendy's mom. Voodoo. And, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, interesting stuff about like being Ubo and Osu yeah. and, you yeah. know I mean? It was interesting. I was kind of just like, I mean, I'm I'm not the person to uh, manage this conversation, but like, it's just interesting for like Ashley to dip her toe into that conversation, sure. which seemed very like, this is about Nigerian culture and yeah. like ancestral Nigerian history to Wendy's point. And for like, Ashley to be using that as kind of like a stir the pot. Yeah. I mean, I'll leave it to the Nigerians to tell me like how problematic that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I was kind of just like, Oh God. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, we were definitely learning. We were learning. Yeah. We were learning. 100%. Yeah. As audience members. As audience members. Yeah. Wow. Okay. From Potomac uh, to Candace's friends, Heather's hometown of Salt Lake City. Oh my God. Here we go. Salt Lake. Ugh. Mm. My favorite time of the week, maybe. Mm. I got to say like... Uh, At least recently. Yeah. I think like... I don't want to pit the girls against each other. I, but. It's it's hard, but like Salt Lake for me as well has been hitting in a way. I guess, you know, I think part of it might be the lowered expectations because last year Salt Lake was such a drag. I will tell you, I feel like maybe I said this last time I was on. Maybe I didn't because Salt Lake probably yeah. wasn't airing. But like I was ready to like be done with Salt Lake after last season. I thought last season yeah. was like so abominable and just like borderline unwatchable. Yeah. And like I think looking back on it now, I mean like Jen was a big part of that For like sure. i'm just like i don't need her on my television anymore and she was just acting such a fool on it but mm-hmm. like so i was not excited about the season yeah and now i cannot imagine we're on episode 10 and like sometimes by episode 10 i'm we're ready to, 10 i'm ready to wrap it up and yeah. i'm like no keep going keep no going. <laughs> like the build has been really good just kind of like the way they've been kind of like yeah. dancing with like the different we yeah. already had mid-season and how many episodes this is a dumb question but how many episodes like are in an average season so 20 so that one season where jen got arrested was super size it was like 22 episodes but normally salt lake city besides that has been around like 16 or 18 okay yeah so we don't have like too much left we, so that includes reunions we gotta go on a trip we got it on a trip. Which I think is like next week, right? Mm, no, next week we're still home. But like we, they talk, it's Bermuda, right? Yeah. We're yeah. going to, but we, yeah, we're, we're, we're suggesting Bermuda next week. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll probably do like three episodes in Bermuda, one episode home. Come home. And then probably reunion shortly s- thereafter. Some sort of like capstone event at the end of the season. And yeah. Then, Andy's yeah. asking for like questions for the reunion. So I'm sure they're filming it like next okay. week. All right. Next week or something. Okay. So we got a little bit of runway left, but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. Thrilled to be in Salt Lake, always. Yeah. Uh, Whitney and Lisa meeting at Whitney's home. And these two have been like best buds this season. Yeah. Yeah. Until they're screaming at each other at, in the home. Oh my God. Screaming. <laughs> and coming off of the Prism event, which was <laughs> Lisa being Lisa. Lisa How is, dare you interrupt Whitney's sound bath? Lisa is the star. There's... <laughs> There's just something about her. I mean, honestly, I don't know. You, you probably haven't seen this unless it was shared like in a group chat, but like there's this woman doing like Lisa Barlow, like auditioning for, Oh no, I've seen these, the uh, TikToks. Yeah. 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 Where it's like Lisa Barlow doing Lady Macbeth, Lisa Barlow doing the crucible. Yes. Lisa Barlow doing our town. So good. And not every housewife could get that treatment. 100%. But Lisa Barlow can. She's got just like that perfect mix of her like idiosyncrasies, just like, I mean, her accent, her just like who she is, like how she like enters a space and just like how absurd she is, but also she can't not be absurd. Oh yeah. She, it's not like other housewives where like they're trying, like Lisa Barlow, she's not putting it on. And I think like, I'm sure the cameras probably like bring out that Uh, final 15%. Yeah. But like. The other 85% of Lisa Barlow is still Lisa Barlow. Because she can't help herself, actually. She cannot help herself. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. The ocular doesn't match the words. I wrote... <laughs> Did you know she corrects herself towards the end of the episode? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. We'll in talk a, about that. In a separate scene, yeah. she like 
says the right thing. The ocular. The optics don't match Correct. the words. And I actually Googled the <laughs> definition of the term ocular. Oh, please. And I think it, it's it's literally... Here, let me pull it up. Okay. Because I was like, maybe... This is how much I trust Lisa Barlow. I'm mm. like, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're learning this episode. She was like, oh, the ocular doesn't... Whatever. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, maybe Lisa's right. Mm. But ocular means... The definition of ocular is of or connected with eyes or vision. Or vision, right? Okay. So it's like, in a way that works... We're close. We're close. But she gets there towards the end of the episode. It's optics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also learn via confessional that the prism event was cash bar no food how dare how dare you have a business event cash bar no food i I know this was last week's episode but the jewelry event was giving a little like mlm stella and dot do you know what i mean yeah 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 come on ladies get out your credit cards (laughs) get out those credit cards (laughs) build that down line um no and i think uh so yeah, to Lisa's mm. point, Lisa had every right to act mm. a fool with a cash bar and no food. Mm. Yeah, she was hungry and thirsty. She was hungry and thirsty. She was and as drinks. an East Coast Mormon, she can be both. She can be both. She can do whatever the fuck she wants to do as an East Coast Mormon. All right, Heather and Mary, matriarch to matriarch. Matriarch to matriarch. Heather, <laughs> I was surprised to learn that Heather has never been to Mary's house. Well. But I guess nobody really no has, one right? Goes. Mary just like films by herself in the home. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um. Uh, the beginning of their sit down, I actually was kind of like, Mary seems grounded. And Mm. like, I mean, most of what we've been getting from Mary this season is just like little quippy. Yeah. You know, Mary hasn't really done anything this season. Right. But like her talking to Heather, I was actually like, oh, you guys do have a history. And like, you do have something meaty to talk about. And then. (laughs) Well, there's a few, there's a few moments. Number one, Mary in confessional being like, well, Heather wants both, but she can't have both. She wants God and community and church, or she wants her dark side. Her <laughs> like dark Mary. side. Like she's like making like a pact with the devil. Oh my God, stop her dark side. <laughs> well, but like, I think Mary, like she tries the beginning of that mm. phrase. There's something there, right? Like, there's something there. Like Heather wants, yeah, she kind of like, she wants to maintain her Mormon identity. Yeah. Insofar as like it is part of her identity and her history yeah. and also like it is helping her sell books, mm. but also she wants to like go fuck around and do whatever she wants. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, I know what Mary's trying to get at, but then she brings up Satan. Uh, so speaking of the book, the Mary's book. upset about what's in the book. And when, when Heather actually reads what she said about Mary, it's like the kindest, gentlest way she could have. Didn't have an issue. Spoken of Mary. 100%. Yeah. I also love that you cannot pay these women to sit down and read this book. Yeah, because, I mean, how many housewives mentioned during the course of this episode (laughs) that they had not read the book or that they had only read the parts that pertain to them, which is what most of us would do, if we're being honest. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, we have Mary, like, do you think I look, do you think I look inbred? I do. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> but then... Bone chilling. But then, after Heather's like aghast, yeah. apologizes for it, she's like, well, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And it's like, well... Well, you just did. What do you think saying that? 100%. And Heather tries to communicate that. She's like, well, by saying I look inbred, you're saying that I look like ugly and deformed. <laughs> oh, wild conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then like, it ended in typical just like, we're going to like resolve this. And yeah. I was like, yeah. 
Okay. Meredith and Seth podcast. Oh, God. Which her bumbling around with the equipment. She had a producer on FaceTime and she's, this is like my worst nightmare. Someone like holding up their FaceTime phone to a computer screen, like asking me what to click. So do we, and this is like podcasting uh, stuff that I don't know about. So they were using like a software wherein a producer can beam in and like remotely produce. No. Or was it like a Zoom? <laughs> they were using like some sort of like, yeah, like a, a Zoom adjacent thing. Uh, like we've used different things in the past when we were um, recording remotely, which we During don't COVID. really do anymore. Right. It does not appear she is part of a network, which is actually surprising because so many of like Housewives. the Housewives girls are part of like, uh, yeah, iHeartRadio, Podcast One, like there's other, there's a few things. This is I, entirely self-produced. Oh, I see Audio Boom. I just, I've never heard of Audio Boom before. Right. So I today, in preparation for us recording, l- looked up the podcast, and it appears as though they recorded all these these episodes and banked it for when Salt Lake City was premiering, which makes sense, sure, because it didn't come out till September, right. And having the podcast, I, when I saw them recording with those Yeti mics, which granted, like we were trying to use those back in the day, back yeah. in 2016, I was like, oh no, it's going to sound like shit. Right. I run, I run to the podcast app. It sounds like shit. Oh, it is like tin cans echoing all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's given like the whole scene was just like, this is giving amateur podcasting. Yeah. The, the two of them like talking having an emotional moment and then realizing they were not recording. (laughs) Gold. (laughs) Seth pouring his heart out. Oh my God. I was not there. (laughs) All right. I just, I did leave that scene being like, I actually don't have any interest in listening to this podcast. Yeah. I would say like Meredith of all the girls is giving me the least this season. 100%. And like, oftentimes it seems like by design, she's like, Leaving things early. Yeah. She's like truncating conversations intentionally. Like yeah. there's a little, I, I don't know what it's about. I don't know if it's like. I, I think it's like, it's partly naturally what she wants to do, but then also maybe she thinks it's part of her. I'm disengaging brand. Like, right. but like, that's funny, but not like for a minute, but then not as part of this. Yeah. Ensemble cast. One also, I think like we have kind of the new class, i.e. Mm. Monica and yeah. Angie K. It's like oh, yeah. when they are engaging with you, like you have to see the forest through the trees and be yeah. like, oh, it's actually my job. Mm. I mean, we'll get to the scene down the road, but yeah. like it's my job to engage with Angie K. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Linda returning the car. Oh. <laughs> lock the door. <laughs> Girls. Girls, lock the door. <laughs> Is that Bobo? They call her Bobo? <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. I I know some people are struggling with these two because obvi- obviously it is very dark what is transpiring between them. So dark. But both of them are very naturally funny as well. <laughs> And watching, yes, both of them are naturally funny and like naturally strong on camera. Yeah. 
So watching them try and navigate like what often, but I mean, like, let's be real, kind of appears to be kind of like a produced yeah. setup scene. <laughs> Half the fun is like watching how they're going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. The concept is the cameras were just at home with Monica and her five girls. While they're making signs. posters yeah. for somebody going to prom. It's like, no, no, no. We're here to film a scene, actually. Correct. Like, we all knew Linda was coming with the car. 100%. <laughs> Linda didn't just, like, one of the luck da- out. Do you hear one of the daughters was like, do you want me to lock both latches? Like, <laughs> as if, like, this happens, like, often. I with was like, axe. oh, my God. It's like they go into, like, full battle mode. Like, um, we're going to break the cycle of dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Monica and her mother. Right here, right now, are going to break generations, <laughs> hundreds of years of ancestral dysfunction yeah. by handing over the car keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you, like, I mean, obviously it was like Monica being Monica, but like, I mean, like, you can walk home. I don't know. It was just a little... <laughs> like, oh my God. I want to see the map. Like, how far did she traverse? She was like, it's not that far. I was like, hmm... Maybe they do live close, but also like Salt Lake is not like a compact city, mm. I don't think. Yeah. So, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Okay, let's go to Bad Mormon. Let's go to another book event for Bad Mormon. It's interesting that this book is getting two seasons worth of book tours. There has yet, I feel like there's yet to be a scene this season where like Heather has not mentioned her book. Truly. The sales must have not been so high. Listen, you know we appreciate a good promo hustle. Yeah. But this is getting a little like. I got to say though, like. I am enjoying Heather this year more than prior years. I agree. And I also kind of enjoy Heather most when we're something Mormon centric. Sure. Like I like her. I like. That's what she brings to the table for me. So, like, I like talking about it with her. Yeah. And I think it is, like, a good through line. Because, yeah. like, season one, I mean, like, I, that was kind of, like, a central, well, for Whitney, for Heather, yeah. for other characters. I mean, it's just, like, it's kind of a nice kind of mm-hmm. through line through the seasons, you know. I, and for Lisa, who's down so bad, not a single friend, running into Heather's arms. To just, like... like Thank God. To be the opener for this event. To open for Heather's book con- conversation. Yeah. 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 Rapping. Ra- <clears throat> I was not. They didn't preview that, right? Like that was a surprise. Yeah. It wasn't in the preview. It was not in the preview, right? Yeah. yeah. It was in like one of the clips that drops early, but like, unless you're seeking that out, you're not seeing that. Cause Heather called Lisa when Lisa was at Whitney's house and like they were talking about it. Right. Yeah. And Heather was like, oh, yeah, and you'll sing like Away in a Manger, right? And I'm just like, what is about to happen? Oof. And then the choir came. It was it was a lot. I didn't realize how close Angie Kay and Monica were sitting. Did oh, you notice that? Yeah. And Monica's like screaming, like, stop. No, and like the cut, like when they would just have the camera on Monica and Angie uh, Kay, I'd be like, it made it seem like they were all the way in the back. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But then you see like the behind shot. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're eight feet away from where Lisa is. We have Angie K confronting Meredith. And Meredith like listened for a little while, but then eventually stormed out. Yeah. No, and to your earlier point, I think it, it literally is just like, I'm not doing this with you. I'm disengaging. I and I still like don't have the answer as to like 
what did Angie do that's so terrible to you right. to be treating her like this? I think it's, yeah, it's like a little bit of like Meredith just like posturing and being like, I don't want to dip so low as to engage in conversation with you. You know, like Angie but- was rude to her about something during the reunion, but it's like we have people like filing lawsuits and right. like ruining marriages right. and like truly really tough stuff. I don't think what Angie did to Meredith is anywhere near there. No. And Meredith, I mean, like, you have to be savvy enough to be like, what is Angie K getting this season? Camera time. Yeah. Like, run a tape on, like, how much time Angie's been on camera versus, like, yeah. Meredith dipping out of shit. It's just like, girl. Come on. Play in the sandbox, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was, like, a moment with, like, Lisa and Angie at home, but, like, that wasn't that interesting to me. Yeah, that, them kind of, like, trying to come to terms on shit. I was, was just kind of like, eh, Lisa's just kind of be, like, be a better soldier. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of rehashed a lot of shit that had yeah. already been hashed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, why don't we ski on over from Salt Lake City to Colorado? To Steamboat Springs. It's really not that far. Okay. Maybe Some cross country. Yeah, you can, you can get there via skis. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are dipping a toe into the winter house. Yes. So in preparation for coming here tonight, yeah. I watched. <laughs> you intended on watching this week's episode. Yeah. Full disclosure to the listeners, I was just going to watch this week's episode, but inadvertently I watched last week's episode thinking it was this week's episode only to discover that I had one more episode to watch. And so I watched both. Yeah. You stepped up to the plate and watched that, that most recent episode. The things I do for this community. <laughs> it just cannot be understated. Overstated. Okay. Um, I think winter house. I think the headline really is mother Batula has arrived. Enter Amanda. Enter Amanda. She, okay, wait, Granted, I was like kind of half watching at times. Yeah. She's unwell because she was at a bachelorette party. She had norovirus. Oh. Yeah. She had norovirus. That's like. So she was like supposed to be on a flight. She's like, I'm going to like explode on this flight. How did she get norovirus? My God. I don't know. Yikes. So we are like a full, full, like this is our fourth episode and she's like joining us as main cast. So she was supposed to. Be there day one. From the beginning. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like, I can't go. And obviously, like, I'm happy to have her, but like she she participates in our themed event for the night and like cannot even make it to dinner. She did not come to Bollywood dinner. No. Yeah. She she had the look on and then she and then went like, to go throw up and then was like, sorry guys, I'm me out of here. She was playing flip. Was that the next day? That's she was the next flip? day. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think she needed one more day. She needed one more night's sleep. Yeah. Also, like, she had traveled that day, right? So... Yeah. To give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, enter Amanda. Yeah. So, it, the, you do dip into Summerhouse sometimes? I do dip into Summerhouse. So, I feel like the people uh, with whom I'm most familiar are Danielle, Kyle, Amanda. Yeah. And Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too far off from you. Yeah. My only addition to that is Brian Benny from Family Karma. Who... Seems like a king. He's a very sweet boy. A sweet man. I loved him calling his mom, Auntie Dharma, 10 times. 10 times because he wants to get it right. Oh, so but sweet. Also, like, should we be trying to cook for 10 people if, like, you it's going to require calling 10 times? Well, I mean, I think you're the expert on that. <laughs> you would never. 
<laughs> you should have kind of like a mastery of the recipe before yeah. you try and cook for the masses. Yeah. It's cooking for 10 people. You can't like be figuring it out. No. Yeah. But it was sweet to see his mom on yeah. FaceTime. Just like, yeah. Yeah. The food looks good too. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is a lot of like it, the show this season, seen, the, the intent seems to be like, let's put a bunch of people in the house who might hook up with each other. And it's like, I don't really feel the vibes between anybody. Can, can I say like, as a, from like an outside perspective, yeah. there's like, it feels so, uh, it's almost like big brother meets like animalistic, like watch these people yeah. drink and fuck. And it's just like, yes, but like at least with summer house, there's more. Yeah. An uh, pre-existing relationship. Sure. There is a, a more interesting web, whereas this is like, I mean, like, what some of the behavior on <laughs> in these past two episodes. Like, I'm just like, how dirty the house gets, and then the way they have to clean it. Oh, like, like that is a purely shoe on all the time. Like, unless you're in your bed, your shoe is on. I would say my shoe is on in bed. <laughs> Your bed's I'm not checking, even safe. I'm checking the sheets. I'm flipping the mattress. You know what I mean? It's checking so disgusting. The so disgusting. And like, I mean, I appreciate that every morning it seems like somebody's cleaning. Usually deckhands. Usually deckhands. Because <laughs> it's like, just like, they're pre-programmed. Yeah. And like, and, I would be the person who's up at 6 a.m. being like, I cannot exist in this house. And like, I'm fully cleaning this kitchen. Yeah. But it's like slob kebab behavior. And like you got like chief slob from like Vanderpump Rules, Schwartzy. And like he seems to be one of the cleaner ones. He does. Like he's actually not making too much of a mess. <laughs> but like, the, I'm sorry, not to like beat this horse. But like those the island with just like Cheetos and like crackers and like sticky. Yeah. It's fucking filthy. And they're peeing outside <laughs> like animals. All of them. Not just Kyle Cook, which uh, I feel like he's done that in the past. King but Kyle, just like, yeah. People are pissing outside. I'm just like, what is happening in this home? So for me, the only other like really thing I care about is we have all these deckhands, right? And then, and then like in the, in the trailer, they teased Captain Sandy's going to stop by at some point to say hi. And then there's like another girl, Aisha, I want to say is going to stop by. And then lo and behold, Someone is like driving cross country. Riley. Riley. I think I know what you mean. It's like, this seems like a grand experiment and like how many yeah. Bravo celebrities and not just Bravo celebrities, but like how many Bravo celebrities of like different stripes can we yeah. throw together and just like see what happens? Like, I, but, but then have one person who's not a Bravo celebrity there. Why one? Like I was fine with the first two seasons of Winter House being like the JV, like let's bring in new fresh faces, see what we could do with them. Right. But like, I don't see, I don't see how Casey's going to like springboard this into something else. Sure. I don't think she's got the goods. <laughs> she doesn't got the goods. She's not like immediate star. Like if she came on and she was like immediate star, like reality mm -hmm. TV gold, that would be one thing. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Winter House. Winter what House. Else, what else happened? I mean, oh, can we talk about the trash shots real quick? Was that this episode? Oh, what what about it? Where they took shots from the trash? Oh, that was last week, but that was vile. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. I, that we was... actually we didn't talk about it last week. Yeah. I mean, like obviously vile at face value, <laughs> but then I was thinking about it because like I think like a couple scenes prior, I just was, like thinking about them deep cleaning the kitchen, and so they're not only like shooting like 
food and beverage juice, they're shooting like cleaning Lysol supplies. wipe juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, somebody's going to go into like some sort of like shop. I mean, it is insane. I mean, I mean thankfully Amanda was not there for that because like if she tried to introduce that to her neurovirus worn out body. She would have been like <laughs> hospitalized. The only people that did it were Danielle and Alex. Oh yeah. Those yeah. two. God. Ugh. Danielle's like on one. Danielle is feeling it. She's yeah. feeling something. Ready to kill when Alex like moves on to Jordan. Oh my God. I know. What's the, th- what's the deal with Alex? Why is everyone, he does nothing for me personally. I, I just think like they all, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, there is genuine interest. But then like part of me is like, I wonder how much of it is like, I'm on the show. I need to like pair up with someone. Sure. Yeah. And maybe he's the most, because it's like Kyle's obviously taken. Yeah. Schwartz is kind of just like bumbling around. Like and a has like a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. Yeah. Brian is like a super, super sweetie, obviously. But yeah. like, I don't know what his game situation is. Yeah. Corey's with... Sam. Although, like, Corey comes into the house being like, oh, like, I don't really, I barely know the girl. And then, like, this episode was like, how dare like, you how speak dare you come of my woman girlfriend. like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe Alex is, like, the, the yeah. one who, like, puts himself out there to the The point easiest where, target. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a fascinating yeah. exper- social experiment. Wow. Wow. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Why don't we head on over to Las Vegas, not too far from Steamboat Steamboat Springs? Yeah, we're kind of staying in the Mountain West. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're in, we're in Mountain... Well, no. Vegas is Pacific time zone. But yeah, we're generally in the in the great American West. And what a perfect episode to have you on, a person who was Ugh. a resident of Las Vegas for a period of time. I was a resident of Las Vegas for three months this past winter. Yeah. Uh, further to that, I think Vegas is actually my true spiritual home. How? Like, do you want to live there full time? Uh, no, I don't think I want to live there full time, but I would welcome any opportunity to go back there. Okay. I think... Uh, 
I mean, if you want to learn more about Las Vegas, specifically Brendan's thoughts on Las Vegas, mm. tune into last week's uh, episodes. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I love Vegas. I'm a Vegas person. I think like it boils down to like, sometimes there are Vegas people and there are people who don't fuck with Vegas. So and what, I am a Vegas person. What about it speaks to you? Um, I think many things speak to it, speak to me about it. Um, namely, mm. I love that it is just like kind of a pleasure palace. You want to eat well, you want to drink well, you want to vibe by the pool. You want to just like, it's kind of this like hedonistic Mm. go there and just be whoever the fuck you want to be. Spend your money, eat too much, drink too much. And I'm just talking about the strip outside of that. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is what I learned when I was living there was like Vegas is also a, very real place where a lot of very real people live and work normal jobs and all that. An actual city. It's an actual city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I, I loved, it's in a beautiful part of the country. Like if you get off the strip. Yeah. Like the desert Southwest is like Mm. one of the most beautiful places in this country. And if you drive 25, 30 minutes West of the strip, you are in, Red Rock Canyon National Park, which is like one of the most beautiful places I've ever uh, been. This it's like, girl's a hiker. I'm a hiker. I'm like a little bit of like an outdoorsy girl, but I don't know. I think like long story short, Vegas is like a yes and kind of place. Mm. And I think a lot of people kind of, especially coming from the East Coast, you show up to Vegas and you're like, you don't know what the fuck to do with mm. it. But I think it's, it's just meant to make people obviously spend money. Yeah. Well, but you like have the time feel to, good. You have the time to spread your wings there. So. I did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's for another So it may be, Yes, and but Sutton is showing us it can also be no, but Sutton. So yeah, I think like <laughs> I was thinking about this. I do want to say one thing about Sutton, mm. kind of to my earlier point. Okay, I do think there are some people who should not go to Vegas. Okay, and I believe Sutton's track is one of those. Sutton people. is one of those people. Okay, like you just you can't. Some people just can't handle <laughs> the, the booze, the access, the stimuli. You're 2,000 feet above sea level. It's like recycled casino air. I think some people, it just like knocks them off their equilibrium to the point of chaos. It's like Sutton is not built for Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> period. And I think like we've learned this over the course of last week and this week. Okay. We're starting today with one-on-one lunches. But first we do like FaceTimes, Dorit and PK. Yes. And Kyle and Mo. Kyle and Mo. Mo, Mo won't appear on on the FaceTime screen it's just an m i had the same thought although he did say towards the end he was driving yeah he was like i'm oh i'm gonna miss that turn but i did read into that i was like you can't even show your face (laughs) so yeah dueling facetimes recapping kind of i okay i think i've probably already said this but like i did not expect going into the season like we were gonna be like full-blown marriage misery yeah I thought we were going to like sneak up on it at the very end. It's been kind of from the jump. Yeah. From that first scene where they were like across the coffee table from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just continued misery. Yeah. Yeah. Which lays the base for like Kyle to have her spirit, like kind of like butterfly coming out of the cocoon <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so we had dueling FaceTimes and then we move on to dueling lunches. lunches. Can I say one quick little Vegas thing about yeah. those lunches? Oh, yeah, please. So uh, Erica and Crystal were at Viva. Dorit and Kyle were at Wally's. Okay. They are across the hallway from each other. Oh. At Resorts World, which is the resort that they were staying at. I wonder if, like, they had, like, a lunch at 
noon and a lunch at one and same camera crew. I wonder. Like I, I like the production. Oh my God. Because I'm like, if it truly was kind of concurrent or r- roughly, like, because where Erica and Crystal were sit, like, <laughs> they were seated kind of on the like hallway side. Yeah. Like a quote unquote outdoor table. Like from where they were seated, they could see Wally's. Like it's literally right across the corridor. This is why like it was truly serendipitous for you to be on this week and my, really give us a peek behind. My the brain was like exploding, <laughs> and then like Garcelle and Sutton are like at the at the Venetian, which is like where I worked. Um, you know, it was just yeah. Anyway, mm. um, so dueling lunches, I found like Crystal didn't obviously Crystal didn't say anything <laughs> at all this episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I found Dorit and Kyle's lunch to be obviously much more kind of meaty. Well, they're, they're the two that like have the most history and real stuff going on. I do have fun. I do think like Sutton and Garcelle have fun together. Yeah. So that's always fun. Totally. Yeah. We have the man singing in the gondola. The gondolier singing a little bit of comedy. (laughs) How miserable though to be on those gondolas. Oh Oh, my my God. God. Um, So the doll split up and then they come back together. Yeah, and even like even during the one on one with Kyle and Dorit, and then later, like everyone is up Kyle's ass for not drinking. I was thinking about that a lot because that's come up on other franchises too. When like, right? Yeah, it. But like, I I don't. It doesn't. I don't have like recent memory of people being like annoyed with someone choosing to not drink. I feel like it has changed more to being like okay like i support your decision right now which is like kind of the 2023 response to like these grown ladies being like no right like pour yourself margarita right yeah i think kyle like she i think she handled it pretty well in her like talking head too like i don't know it's like Mm. she's just like i don't want to fucking drink right now period like, like in my advanced age like I'm not drinking like I used to. Right. Like, and like, theoretically, someone could be like, oh, like that's boring. Like, but like, and I understand who cares? like Vegas is a different container, right? So I think a lot of the girls are probably just like, we're in Vegas, like whatever. And, but I think like Kyle's trying to say, like, this is not me like performatively being sober. Like, I have not had a drink in seven months. So like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Here, you know? It's interesting when she's talking about like Mo and the sales of it all. And parties, and she doesn't want to go to the party. She wants to stay home and read. Stay home and read. The stay home and read really was sending me. <laughs> she could have just, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe, Kyle, maybe Kyle's a reader. I don't yeah. know. You know, what, but I, I, I'm like dying to know. Like, I've, she could have just said, like, I want to stay home on the couch in sweats and, and like, like relax and relax and watch TV and you know. I need to know, like, what are Kyle's favorite ten books of 2023? Totally. Kyle should drop a reading list please <laughs> a monthly reading list if, if that's what she wants to pivot to come on girl I will say like I was and this is me like generally warming up to Kyle this season like I feel oh. like she's doing really good work okay. I I think but maybe okay. other folks would disagree but I do think even just looking at when she was kind of opening up about that stuff like mm. regardless as to the PR moves and you know, sure. how much it's calculated I do feel like this is something that couples go through all the time mm. just like you've raised your children yeah they're out of the home and one person wants to do x and the other person wants to do y mm. you know and like yeah i appreciated even in their weird beverly hills hollywood yeah. page six romance like i appreciated them talking about that because i do think that there's something actually real there yeah you know sure that's a valid conversation to have you know uh the girls all in their cowboy hats 
Kyle looking like that one contestant from Rock of Love who like oh. would never take her cowboy hat off. <laughs> oh my god. Like a one for one comparison. Oh my right god. There. Yeah. Yeah. They're going off to Yeah, now what what's this place? So <laughs> I texted you this earlier yeah. today. This is Gillies, Gillies, which is a country western saloon honky tonk mm. at Treasure Island on the Strip. Which, <laughs> uh, admittedly, my first trip to Vegas in 2014, I was not just me. My group was asked to leave this establishment. Oh my god! Uh, gently, <laughs> gently escorted. We were gently escorted out because, at a true honky tonk, you were not supposed to drink bring drinks on the dance floor. And oh. we kept bringing our beers on the dance floor. Oh. So it's not even that salacious of a story. No, but not really. I guess we violated that code. So like, were you, oh, so it sounds like you were told and then continued. We were warned. Yeah. Time and time again. <laughs> and then we just couldn't really wrap our heads around why. Yeah. That's something that I would not be ashamed to admit. Yeah. No, I mean, like, we weren't, like, out of our minds. Yeah. You know, you it was just. being like, young and naughty. We did not agree with the policy yeah. so we decided to push the limit especially like a beer like what was the vessel it was a bud light in a in a a glass a can glass or bottle. A bottle glass bottle which i get you know uh but a glass bottle like i would say your your biggest fear would be in a in like a pint glass yes more likely to spill i can i can keep a grip on a bud light bottle like that has that like slim yep uh, top to the bottle that you could like just hold on to. Nothing's going to fall out. And we had control of our faculties. We were doing fine. We were doing a little two step. <laughs> so anyway, well, long story short, they go to Gillies uh, and we're riding the bull. Yeah. I do got to give Dorit credit. Like people were saying Dorit is falling asleep over the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. She's had some f- funny group scene work and confessional work when Erica's talking about the lioness and she said, <laughs> and like, she does like the, the Erica impersonation she's been doing. And she said, you marry the oldest lion in the back. <laughs> I was crying. It's like anthropologist Erica talking about like the history of human yeah. monogamy and like all that shit. Oh my God. I mean, and it's like a bit rich coming from Dorit as if like Dorit and PK are like peers. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on. There is a uh, similar... Contemporary. Yeah. Not a similar distance, but, you know, it's like they're not exactly... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't know, like, how old PK is. 50s, maybe? Mm, well, how old is Dorit? Early 50s? PK Kemsley, which the K does stand for Kemsley. <laughs> Slightly redundant. Uh, is 56. He's 56? Dorit Kemsley... 47. Okay. Nine's not crazy. That's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe in my head, like I thought like double digit difference. Why did I think she was a little bit older and he was a little bit older, but great. No. Right. Great. Love wins. Love, love wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, I, okay. So about Erica, not that I'm, t- I'm not team Erica, but I am enjoying her merely speaking yeah and explaining her pov more this season it seems regulated in a really Mm. nice way she's learning empathy she's learning empathy i think she's (laughs) learning like when to elaborate when Mm. you know what i mean like 
Yeah. I agree. I think like she's she's digestible this season in a way that is refreshing. I wonder how much has to do with not having Rena there. Mm. Yeah. Because she's got to play with these girls. Yeah, right? she's got to. I yeah. don't miss Rena. I, I don't either. I will eventually want her back, but I'm happy to have her on pause for like at least two seasons. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't felt that the season is lacking mm. without her. No. It doesn't feel like a void that... A, a noticeable void. Yeah. yeah. And Erica opens the elevator and the boys are waiting. <sighs> I kind of give Erica props. I don't know. Like I kind of was know. just like, it felt very off the cuff. It yeah. felt very, I don't know. And if you're going to target anyone, go for it. Wh- who better than Sutton? Go for it. Sutton is just so funny. I like I don't care if Sutton's wrong. When Sutton's wrong, she's right. Sure. Sure. No, yeah. Like Sutton is the reason for the season. <laughs> she's so entertaining. She is so fucking entertaining. And I think like they've had enough seasons with her now that like they know yeah. which strings to pluck. Yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean? And like <laughs> like Erica said this in her talking head, right? She was she was just like it was like a divine intervention from God yeah. for like Mikey and the guy from Magic Mike Live to like yeah. come off that. Elevator. You know what I mean? How could you not seize upon that opportunity? And then like Dorit taking the layup in the sprinter. Yes. Like antagonizing yes. Sutton over it. Yeah. And like when and, like so- Kyle goes back in, it was like, <laughs> let's go. And like to do it, like so like I've been at this point in a Vegas weekend too. Like I I feel for Sutton because it's just like your serotonin's in the toilet. <laughs> like you are so tired. She's been drinking you know, vodka ocean sprays for like 72 hours. <laughs> this fucking signature cocktail. <laughs> it's so sick. No, it was just like, she has nothing. She has no gas left into the tank. And it's just like, they, they pounce, you know, Garcelle's getting like pulled into it. She's being funny. She's like, I'm not her therapist. Yeah. Crystal's like disassociating a little bit. No, did you see her in that sprinter van? She was just like staring straight ahead. Kind of just like, I'm just like, cause at that point I was like, Let's go. Come on, jump in. Pig pile. Like, <laughs> Pig pile. <laughs> like Crystal, jump in. It's just like missed opportunities, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're just going home. We went back to LA. And Sutton's just like, she has like a solo scene just puttering around drinking her signature cocktail. 1 p.m. She's like talking about like buying groceries or something. And then she's just like pours herself a, a, gray, a greyhound at like 1 p.m. She's trying to get those levels right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a Erica and Garcelle matriarch to matriarch. It's like really not too much there other than just the fact that they are getting together where they like had such a bad yeah. moment last year. Sure. Yeah. That felt like an event in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. But Sutton and Kyle. Sutton and Kyle. It's electric. Electric. Okay. So um, one of like the commentators creators in the bravo space okay gibson pointed this out okay kyle fights with sutton like sutton's last name is like richards like she's a rich yes. sister that's such a great point like yeah. she has like a such a sisterly way of interacting with her yeah and yes and like in the <laughs> way that like kyle was actually more activated during that yeah back and forth and she's been kind of like all season in a way, right? Yeah. It's just like Sutton brings that 
It brings her out of her. familial thing out of her where it's just like, yeah, that's such a, that's a really interesting I know. Point. It blew my mind when yes. I saw someone like articulate that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Maybe it's, it's like a little Kim, a little Kathy, <laughs> mostly Kim. <laughs> when, when Sutton does like the impersonation of like Erica opening oh, the elevator. Oh my God. And the name them, name them, name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. And then Kyle's just like, Kyle's just like, Sutton, but I would have just like, let me a chance to talk. And she's like, name them. Name them. Name them. I'm crying. Sutton had like, Sutton had just like a little glass in her eye. She's just like a little like loopy off that greyhound. And like Kyle's stone cold sober, like trying to reason with this woman. I mean... It was gold. It was great. I love the two of them together. Oh my God. The two of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that, that, there's, there's something there. <laughs> there's you know something what I mean? There. It was so good. Okay. All right. Beverly Hills. Beverly wow. Hills. That's a wrap. Let's go to Miami. Let's go to, let's feel the rush. Miami. Let's do it. The first Oof. three minutes of this episode. Okay. So for context of like uh, last night, outside an event, I watched Beverly Hills by myself. Okay. The timing worked out that he like came home. He like just walked in the door. We're sitting down watching Miami together. Like roll episode. And then we're screaming within minutes. <laughs> Dan, I could not believe, I couldn't, I'm Raven. I could not believe it. <laughs> I could not believe it. But I could, you know what I mean? It's right. like, so what, okay. are you, what are you crying about? What are you crying about? What are you crying about? And then Gertie like breaking down. crying. I have breast cancer. Well, how am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know and that? And then she like catches herself. How do you I, know? Uh, so like, <laughs> like she catches herself as if like, oh yeah, I know I should not say, well, how am I supposed to know about that? And like, doesn't recover. Yeah. She think like those two brain cells think like the next best thing to say is, yeah. well, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're so right. It's like her energetically she was still like flut- she like caught herself but she was still like yeah. fluttering energetically yeah. so then she just went to like well how do you know like you have br- breast cancer how do you know how do you know which made it seem like it was accusatory like in that like yeah, yeah. you might not have it yeah. <laughs> she's like well an MRI and a mammogram and a- oh my god <laughs> that was so crazy and then Gertie's saying obviously I hope you take it in confidence now now oh. I, I actually like almost have to fault Gertie in a way because like this phrasing is too difficult for, for, for Larsa. Maybe you have to, you might have to actually spell out to Larsa. Like, yeah, you can, I don't want you to say this to anyone. I'm not sure Larsa understands. I hope you take this in confidence. Well, yes. I think, I think you're so right. She does not. That I'm, not I'm not blaming Gertie. I'm like being funny. No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> no, but I think there's something there where it's like, you cannot speak to Larsa Pippen like a normal human being. So like, a normal human being would have the moral constitution to know that it is not my business to share, but you have to dumb it down for Larsa to like drive it home because like her brain is not, yeah, you know, uh, Gertie did spell out like as of right now, it is my family, right? The girlies I'm close with on this cast. Yeah. She was and like, you're the, you. you're the fourth person I've told. <laughs> You're Which, like the fourth adult right. in my life to know this. Which you should take as like, oh shit. I this is not... close circle shit. I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. My God. So. What are you crying uh, about? Sorry. What are you crying about? <laughs> what are you crying about? <laughs> okay. Six hours later, 
six no seriously <laughs> six hours later <laughs> we were we were we were like swinging from non-existent chandeliers because like you you know what's coming and you're just like oh my god no and not even like to see it in real it, time was like oh my god it wasn't even to mean girlies we've got washer telling extras right that that gertie has breast cancer People that are not yeah, like involved. first, like first, Lars is sitting down with two random checks, right? And I think like what's equally as fucked up, if not more. And we kind of got this way with like some of the other girls once the news spread. But like, yes, it was about like it's really fucked up to share that news. That is not your news to share. Yeah. But then to make it more about you in that, yeah, I didn't know how to react. Yeah, but like it really threw me for a loop. I was like so caught off guard. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. And make it as as if it was this traumatizing thing for you to go through. All right. Let me, I actually, I have a pull quote. Let's go. Because because it was, I want to say this, I don't know for sure, but I believe it was Marisol that was like, oh, so like, what's going on with you and Gertie? Larsa, I went to meet with Gertie and I wanted to understand what I ever did for her to go public and say I was fake. And before I kn- knew it, she was set, she she was like, I have breast cancer. <laughs> like this whole it's, this whole she went public and said I was fake. Right. <laughs> like the most brain dead. It's and like what does it even what does you are fake even mean? And like <laughs> and all that being said, even if you were like pissed about some shit that she said on social like the second that I have breast cancer enters the conversation, yeah, drop it. Yeah, yeah. Period, right? Period. It's, period. It's like, it's not that complicated. And like, honestly, some of this was like reprehensible. Some of the yeah, behavior yeah. from from the two of that. Well, and like, there's something Mary Saul said too. Well, okay. So, anyway, so she's there. telling, yeah. she's telling, at first this is just Marisol and Lisa. And they're like screaming, crying. Oh, and Kiki's there too. And someone screams, what stage? What stage? Yeah. And then Larsha says, it's not crazy. She's okay. (laughs) It's not crazy. The clinical term, it's not crazy. She's okay. She's like something, she's like, it's like stage one or something. But wasn't there that shot of Kiki too, where Kiki was like, like Kiki had this moment where just like, uh, I wish they had like, yeah, focus focus more on Kiki. Cause like, or like give us like a director's cut where like, I just like air all the angles of the scene. Right. Right. (laughs) No, totally. 100%. Oh my God. And then Marisol just being like, and I get it. Like if you're like a woman of a certain age, like she's probably lost a lot of friends to breast cancer and it's a very serious thing. Right. But it's just like, everyone's just like making it about themselves. Uh, You know, it's just like focus on Gertie, the one who has breast cancer. Anyway. Uh, Doozy. Alexia and Todd arrive. Todd. Todd making his grand return to screen. Which I'm sure he is delighted to do. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the whole narrative of him being like, I don't want to film this party. It's like, what are you talking about? Like he seemed, you want to film the party. And further to that, he seemed like he was kind of like producing that scene. Yeah. He was just like, let me tell you what happened. And then he like, was like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. producer Todd, producer Todd from the school of Ruelas producing. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Very. Ruelian. They're twin flames. <laughs> they, they are. The they twin are twin flames. flames. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you take note of, like, okay, so the guys slid off, and then there's girls. Yes. And then there's, like, one little fembot 
disassociating yes. at the table. <laughs> like at the end of the table. And so it's like Alexia and someone else. And then like this girl and the camera would mostly stick to the two housewives, but yeah. occasionally zoom out and see the other woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. she just was like power down. Yeah. <laughs> like not responding to what anyone was saying. It's so wild. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because this was Marcus's welcome home party. Oh, well, Marcus was away for five days. For five days, yes. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, worthy of a return party. Yeah. We got we got uh, Lisa and Jody coming as Brittany and Justin VMAs. Brittany and Justin VMAs, yep. Jean, jean jacket look. Iconic and, Luke. And we've got Lisa carrying on. About Lenny. About Lenny, nonstop, and the women have, are like, you have to stop talking about you have this. To stop. Yeah, There's especially time... to Jody. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. There was that moment where they were like, Jody's coming inside, and like Lisa was like, oh, he doesn't care. He hears me talk about this all the time, and I'm and like, like yeah, yeah, no shit, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I guess like from a viewer's perspective, not to minimize anything that she's going through, because like I'm sure it's tough, but like we have heard all of this and then some, right? Yeah. Like it's just like. Well, it's been a year now. It's been a year now. Yeah. To zoom forward for a moment in the moment where her son is accepting the pizza into the home. Oh my God. And she's ranting about the fucking car for what feels like 20 minutes while they're like eating pizza downstairs. They're like shoveling pizza into (laughs) their mouths. Whereas like, Lisa's just like, we'll be right down, honey. It's like not like just, you could talk about this later. And that package was all about her like being there for her children. (laughs) Right? Like, that's all <laughs> she was, like, wild. trying to talk about. She is a wild one. Yeah. But I'm still very drawn to her. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, you know, when... I, You know, she was important for the first run Yeah. of Miami. And when she was coming back, it was, like, in my brain, I was like, okay, sure. But I should have known, like, oh, great. Like, I'm glad you're coming back. Well, I think her next assignment, fast forward to next season, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like... The Lenny stuff, if she allows it, will, like, we have to kind of, like, let that that wave crest, right? We have to close that chapter. We have to close that chapter. And, like, Jody, dear sweet Jody, <laughs> is not going to give us what Lenny has been giving us, right? Mm. Like, Jody is a nice man that's going to, like, take yeah. good card. So it's like, I think Lisa needs to roll up her sleeves and get her hands dirty with the other girls. Oh, okay. Yeah, next yeah, yeah. season, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, like, let this thing run its course and then just, like, mm. who are we at odds with? Because Lisa's kind of, like... Good with everyone. Good with everybody. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's good with like the Adriana squad and she's yeah. good with the Alexia she's squad. She's kind of the, the bridge between the two camps. Yeah, she is. So like, but next season I'm like, you gotta... I want right? to give you a fun fact. Tell me. Uh, Todd and Jody are the same age. Todd Napola, Alexia's husband, and Jody, Lisa's boyfriend. <sighs> That's breathtaking. Isn't that interesting? Oh my goodness. I thought Jody was... 44. Yeah. And He's I thought 50. Todd was nearing 62? Six, nearing 60 at least. No, they're both 50. Is to, oh, Sorry, this is a sidebar. I was thinking about this when Todd was giving his address. Is he from the tri-state? Uh, I believe He's give, be He was giving like, yeah. he gives Jersey yeah. down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very Judician. Yeah. Very Judician. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Nicole and Anthony yacht shopping. So I listen. Here's the thing. I love them as a couple. I love them 
on the screen, but like the the money, it's getting a little like crazy. It's getting crazy. Yes. It's past the point of aspirational where it's just like, and they're so far, it seems like they're so far ahead of everybody mm-hmm. else. It just seems a little gratuitous, I think, at this point. Yeah. But all that being said, they're looking at these yachts and I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah, it's a little like um, performative. I yeah. don't know if you're keeping up, but we're discussing in episode having another kid. She has announced that she's pregnant with baby mm. number two. Mazel tov. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got that. We got Julia learning to sing opera. <laughs> like, I mean, we've had how many, this is the third season of like, kind of like Julia's kookiness, right? Yeah. Good. Keep going. Keep it coming. Yeah. Stomping into that vocal studio with her German shepherd and that <laughs> jacket that said like, like, comment, subscribe on it. Just- <laughs> yeah. That's like what we end every episode with. <laughs> Uh, a vision. Uh, that scene with Gertie and Russell talking about Russell having to tell the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, you know those those who are like high school sweethearts. Gertie and Russell. Yeah, yeah. Like, I appreciated that scene. I don't know. Yeah. He seems like a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's very supportive. Yeah, and like probably the most normal. Yeah. House husband. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and then we're. Closing out with two little things. Gertie meeting up with Julia and Martina, talking about the plan. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was like relevant and important. Gertie talking about like, I'm looking up stuff about breast cancer and it's like all white women I'm looking at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's like, how is my body going to react to this differently and blah, blah, blah. Which is like not being able to find information about that. Yeah. Which I'm sure must be so... Devastating and frustrating and yeah, yeah, totally. And then it was an interesting, like so many times the to be continued is like scene middle of the fight to be continued. This was Larsa and Marcus planning their basketball yes. charity event and being like, I wonder how, like how it's going to go. And then we like zoom in like the sprinter of like everyone screaming at each other. Well, Cause I was thinking during that last little thing with Larsa and I, like, I literally was like, where's Adriana? Mm. We've not seen her, not enough a of her single frame this episode, uh, right? Oh my God. Not a single frame. You're right. I was thinking about that. I oh, like, I think there was like a flashback of like Julia practicing opera yeah, that, with that her or right. something. Yeah. But like nothing kind yeah. of in yeah. scene. Yeah. And then just like mm. cut right to it. Thank God. Thank God. Well, um, Miami. Miami. It's great. It's great. Mm. Good episode. Yeah. Good episode. Okay. We have a Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. And the Freak of the Week, we're still on the Miami train. Larsa, like... Um, she's, she's the freak for multiple reasons. But, but it's just like, it's funny. Like Larsa would think like, oh... Let me keep my profile down this week. Sure. As I'm coming up, or maybe, maybe actually this is like a, a different strategy. It's like, oh, talk about me doing this with Julia rather than me De- s- screaming at Gertie. Yes. Like, yes. How do you know you have kids? Like, divert and deflect. <laughs> divert and deflect. Yeah. Okay. So TMZ is reporting that there is a new beef 
<laughs> amongst the women. Larsa Pippen pissed off at Julia Lemigova. Don't ask my man to take pics of you. Exclusive. <laughs> Larsa Pippen is enraged at her Real Housewives co-star, Julia Lemigova, who had the nerve, in Larsa's opinion, to ask Marcus Jordan to take pics of her while they were at BravoCon. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, Julia asked Marcus to snap a few photos during last month's big convention in Las Vegas using his phone. Stop. We're told they were innocent. Smiling shots. Our sources say no one around thought Julia's request was odd. Well, no one except for Larsa. We're told she seemed a bit jealous based on the fact that she started complaining about the incident to other cast members. We're told Julia... We're, we're told Larsa implied to others the photos were Julia's way of trying to seduce Marcus. Stop. And she wasn't cool with her asking her man to take them, especially on his phone. Julia in her lesbian... Adult lesbian, adult, adult lesbian relationship. Marriage. Yeah. Is seducing Marcus. Marcus Jordan. Jordan. After BravoCon rap, Julia asked Larsa if she could get Marcus's pics of her. But when Larsa went radio silent, the other ladies filled Julia in on what Larsa had been saying. And now they're giving each other the cold shoulder. Bottom line, we're told Julia is sick of Larsa's jealousy. And she's sure Larsa is on a giant smear campaign against her. BTW, Julia never posted the pics that Marcus took, but she has been sharing others from BravoCon. Wow. Larsa. Wild ride. <laughs> Larsa. God, as if there's anyone to come for or anyone to kind of like try to like just select to be the mm. recipient of, you know, it's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's freak. That's freak behavior. Larsa. I, I, and then I want to remind everyone, Larsa, who screamed, how do you know about the breast cancer? This brilliant mind is going to be fighting for a few hundred thousand dollars on Trader season two coming up. That's right. Um, trying That's right. to deduce who is a trader and who is not a trader. Right. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned. Peacock. Stay tuned. Streaming soon on Peacock. Uh, we love when we have a guest, uh, joining us or I guess filling in the co-host spot to take the reins and name a one true queen. Uh, sometimes if it's just simply someone who really spoke to you or entertained you mm -hmm. in one of these shows this week that we covered. Sure. Uh, so James, who would you say is your one true queen this week? Sure. Um, I think number one, mm. I think my one true queen this week and also last week, and I guess this is oh. more like a serious take, but I think like we have to shout out Gertie in mm. a real way for yeah. sharing this particular chapter of her life yeah. and like kind of what she's going through. I don't know. It's like when we kind of look at it in the package, I mean, it's like the kind of like root issue and like the root message kind of gets sure. like lost, of course. Like, you know, but I think it's like at the end of the day, it's so grounding. And I think like you guys said this last week, like Miami has the heart. Yeah. You know what I mean, and, it really like, does. I think like Gertie is to be credited for bringing kind of some groundedness and also just mm. this very real thing. Like the show is about, the show is like a celebration of women, right? Yeah. And this is like a very kind of sadly typical thing that a lot of women go through. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think in watching it, I was kind of just like, I have to shout out Gertie, like honestly, like didn't do much for me, like in past seasons, you know, yeah. I was kind of like trying to figure out, but like, I think 
it's a admirable thing to bring this to the to the cameras. Well, how she dealing how she's dealing with it with her family. Yes. And then also what she was complaining about in her own experience right. of not really having examples of yes. other black women who have gone through this. Totally. Like yeah. I'm sure by her sharing her experience will help other people as well. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So I'd give it to Gertie this week. I yeah. don't know. I think it's uh I love her. She's a real one. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Thank you, James. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for joining us this week. Oh my goodness. Thanks for having me. I feel like it was Wow. That was exciting. I don't know. It was, was a, a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, shut up. We've been recording for two hours. No, 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 no. Listen, it's that time of year where yeah. we just have a lot to, a lot of ground to cover. We've got, yeah. Four Housewives franchises plus Winter House. Plus, plus a house. Just, you know, general <laughs> life. So, yeah. yeah. Well, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It. Um, you know, normally I would say, where can people find you? But people cannot find you. No, that's not true. I mean, I, I'm on it. <laughs> I have an Instagram account that I like, mm. I'm very manic with it. I'm like on it that I'm not. James Vidge, J-A-M-E-S-V as in Victor, I-G-G is my yeah. Instagram. Have we posted a grid this year? Have we? I posted in P-Town. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I posted I our usual like oh, tea dance. Okay. I posted, I think once this year on grid. Beautiful. Thank Love you. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like if you are interested in like a yearly... If you're, if you're <laughs> just in my <laughs> annual drop, you can friend me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, just like come mm. to Brooklyn. Mm, yes. Yeah. And you might run into uh, Jimbo. Here. Or yeah, or come to Dan's house. I'll probably be here. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my God, twice in one week. What a I pleasure know. this what week has dream. been. What a dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for tuning in. And as usual, um, head on over to Come Through Queen for links to everything, including the Patreon. Uh, Jimbo and I are talking on the pre-show mm-hmm. and just like, comment, subscribe, partial retweet. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.